Listen to the show and peep what these dudes bring If you didn't know it's an orange and blue thing Hope to win the championship in a few rings It's an orange and blue thing Walk off if the game's tied like shoestrings It's a Mets podcast, orange and blue thing Beat the other team with defense in a few swings LFGM, it's an orange and blue thing What's up, Mets fans? Julian's already laughing. Is he already messed up? <laughs> not really. No one's going to know that. If they watch the replay, they're not going to know. Julia just said before you we went live, make sure you turn the mics on because she had a dream that I actually forgot to do that. It's but happened plenty of times if you watch the show. It has happened a couple times, whatever. Oh we were talking gosh. about it just now. We were on Instagram Live. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, as we do before the show starts, sometimes we go on Instagram Live, talk to the fans and see what, what they got going on before we hit the button here. And then, uh, yeah, the, uh, what, what was that? No, what I just said was we don't have a producer. So right. if things happen, fuck it, who cares? Yeah. Just like we had Terry Collins well, on last year. We had to roll with the punches. Oh yeah. No, that was, that was a mess, but it worked out well. But I, if anyone just saw that there was like a dramatic countdown of 30 <laughs> seconds and I genuinely felt like, oh wow, new intro. <laughs> I was yeah, like, yeah. This is so cool. And then it was like, oh fuck, no, no new intro. <laughs> it's just uh same Darren fucking up. So, um, yeah, so clearly there's a lot to talk about because we have, we don't do an off season show. That's no. not, that's not our, our thing. Uh, once the season's over, we kind of exhale. I remember on the last show sheet, gigantic, you can see from here, it just said, fuck <laughs> this shit. Cause we're like, how did the Mets win over hundred games? play three wildcard postseason games. Why are you reminding me? And that was it. I blacked so, it out. No, but that's fine. I'm just saying we don't talk about the offseason that much. It's no. not our thing. We leave it to other podcasts like, you know, Mets Pod or Mets Up or whoever right. else wants to do the weekly content. It's not really our thing, mm-hmm. but it is our thing to catch up on what we can and then uh, get ready for the new season. So yes. you were not going to spring training, unfortunately, right? I'm not. I am not. I wish I, I say this every year. I will go back eventually. I, I have a a different unique work situation going on right now you do that is preventing me from doing any imminent traveling. still dog related still dog related. yes uh i'll give the quick spiel for those who don't know um <laughs> who, they would, know. who would know um i am actually closing down my dog walking business on april 1st by my own choice because i got a job at a senior dog sanctuary which is a dream come true for me so i am doing that instead but the hours are bananas and it is seven days a week and I need to take off a week in April to go to my brother's wedding in North Carolina. So, but you're happy about it. Oh, I love it. But taking off more time to go to spring training was just kind of pushing it because I just started. Yeah. So I yeah. just wanted to make sure we were still friends because I haven't really even <laughs> seen. I haven't seen you. Lately. No one has seen me. I went to Katie's house a couple of times. You weren't there. You yeah. didn't come over. For, I, and to, to clarify, not, I live at Katie's house. <laughs> you did not come over for the Super Bowl to no. make sure we're still friends. No, we're definitely still friends. No one has seen me. It's it's seven days a week. I work six thirty in the morning to ten thirty in the morning, and then again from five thirty p.m. to 7 30 p.m. so the hours are bonkers you're busy seven days a week yeah so this is season seven episode one i was running the numbers during the off season and you're now the longest tenured uh co-host of orange and blue thing besides myself and probably both i probably also have like the worst like attendance in terms of being on time as any other that's fine but i'm here (laughs) i've been here more than anyone else season seven yeah i mean i i don't think i'm the host or you're the we're co-hosts so like yeah, I totally think you're the host. No, but you know, I'm not the host. We're hosts. <laughs> we guess. host together, co-host. Okay. Even though your name is bigger no. on the table. Never here. forget that one time where the technical difficulties, the, the Terry Collins day, where like you were like, okay, talk for a few minutes. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you're the host. You really weren't sure what to do with your hands. 
So I put this up a couple days ago, but before we get started, I want to tell people to share the show as normal. Uh, we're going to give away gift cards for the Seven Lines website, which is good for pretty much anything you see on there, road games included. Uh, home games are still sold on the Mets website. So Mets.com slash the Seven Line Army if you want to come to any of the games. We're doing it a little bit different this year. We put up all games at the same time for the month of May. So April, oh. April's already sold out. May, if you go to the site now, you can select any of the games or buy like all of them. I and like then that. you only have to pay once for like the processing fee or right. whatever, whatever they call it. Convenience fee. Yeah. So yeah, go to Mets.com slash the seven line army. If you want to pick up some home game tickets, but yeah, share the show each week. We pick one person from Facebook, one person from Twitter. And then next week we'll announce who the winner is and you get to go shop for free. Um, yeah. So I put on Twitter the other day, what they thought was the biggest story of the off season okay uh if you had to pick one if it had to be like good or bad what do you think the biggest story was well i think what got the most attention was probably the not signing of carlos correa just because of the pure chaotic nature of the whole thing and i i just want to say i called from the second that they said they were signing correa i'm like the same exact thing that happens to the Giants is going to happen to the Mets. Like something that's a doctor saw on a physical is not just going to disappear from another doctor's physical, which apparently they use the same doctor. That's what I heard. I somebody right, back, like, back say, checker is your first assignment of the season. Why are you going to get a different result? Yeah, you know? but that's like, why wouldn't you at least go to a different doctor? I, whatever. But um, that's that's what I remember the most. I mean, obviously getting Verlander was big. DeGrom leaving, I guess, also. DeGrom leaving has to be bigger. I, I blacked that out. I was in New Zealand when that happened. So to me, it never really happened. We're, well, we're on the same group chat. So I think we both found out the Korea news at the same time, right? Probably, Because Tara yes. wakes up a lot earlier. Yeah. Tara works for News 12. Yeah. Shout out News 12. I love News 12. Love News 12. Uh, <laughs> and I was on News 12 a couple times this offseason. Oh, yes, you were. You Nothing... looked like Clark Kent. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, looked, <laughs> uh, I wore my, my glasses. I didn't wear a hat. You looked like a real human. Anyway, <laughs> another story. Not baseball related. But um. Yeah, so we found out together, and then it was like 2 in the morning. Yeah. Kelly wakes up. And she's like, what are you doing? Why are you on your phone? And I gave her, or maybe it was 4 in the morning, whatever it was. West Coast time. Maybe it was around 3 a.m. Uh, but yeah, I think that the way that DeGrom went out, whenever he does come back to City Field, what do you think the reception is going to be? People, It's New York, and people are going to boo him because that's just what it is. Some people will clap. I think it will be very 50-50. But I think, I don't know what the right opinion to have on this is, but like, DeGrom's personality, we can only just assume it's his personality, is that he is not like the, he's not like Pete Alonso, who's going to like, you know, be rah-rah, go Mets, like whatever. The he's always been very dry. And yes, he's, he goes whatever. to work, he does his job, he goes home. Which is and that's fine. fine. He does his job better than anybody else on the planet, so it's fine. Um, But I, I think it left a sour taste in people's mouths to... I don't know. I don't think anyone really 100% expected him to stay, but it's the fact that it took him so long to like make a statement. It was like a month. Mets fans. Yeah. yeah. Which is like, you know, not that we're so entitled we deserve, but like we do like you're, we made you a king in right. this city. Uh, you don't owe us you staying. It's like, you don't owe us your, your life financial decision, but you do owe us like a timely thank you or right, like right. appreciated my time here. I understand you guys are going to be emotional about this. And that means something to me. Right. I don't know. So well, my thing is, you know, the fan, the, the players are nothing without the fans yeah. and clearly they, they get paid from the owners, but the owners get that money from us. Right. So it's like, you know, yeah, to them, it's a job to a lot of us. It's a, it's like a lifestyle, like being a, a Mets fan for some people is like their identity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they love the Mets so much. They know it's entertainment. They know these guys are working 
uh, you know, it's a job to be on the team. And and sometimes you kind of try to forget like, all right, we're, we work nine to five right? and we go there to spend our money. And these guys are getting paid crazy but amounts also, of money to play baseball. Like, it's not even like, and maybe I'm, you know, rose colored glasses. I'm forgetting something here, but like, Jacob DeGrom was not even a player who had any kind of controversy around him while he was here that he could be like, oh, thank God I'm the fuck out of there. Like, right. like Matt Harvey, Noah Syndergaard, like they had like some controversies around them. There were times where like it was tough to be a New York Met for them. But like no matter what DeGrom was going through, injury wise, whatever, like he was treated like royalty here. Yeah. So I I can't understand like there. And again, I, th- I think it's just his personality. I think he's just a little more to himself and that's fine. It is what it is. But this is New York. New Yorkers are emotional. And you, one, left, two, didn't do a good job of making people feel like, you know, you recognize that people are going to be sad over this and that means something to you. It kind of came off as like, okay, well, on to the next. And you know what? I wish him well. I don't. I don't want to see him essentially have what happened towards the end of David Wright's career, which was just never really came back from a bad injury. I saw his first day of camp, they shut him down out of they right, out of precaution. Right, right, it wasn't right. his choice. That doesn't make me happy to see. I don't want to see that happen to him, but it's also just like it doesn't make I'm me happy. I'm kind of relieved it's not our problem. Exactly. I was <laughs> gonna say that too. Like you can kind of just see that and be like, well, at least it's not us. Yeah. See, at least it's not in Port St. Lucie yeah. right now going through this. Having but- said that, love Max Scherzer, psyched we have Verlander, but like again, it's we're putting well, not all of our eggs because we also got a new unicorn, but we're putting a lot of our eggs in the baskets of aging pitchers. So I also am not going to be, you know, I don't want to jinx anything talking shit about DeGrom and then Lord knows what's going to happen to Scherzer and Verlander. So I just, I wish everybody good health and happiness. Yeah. I mean, it it is like a little too, it's kind of an old story now, but we haven't seen each other. So we're talking about it, but the whole thing with DeGrom, like I wrote this on Twitter as well. Like I don't, fault any player for getting as much money when they Me can either. because who knows like their their arm is a ticking time bomb yes. so if he can get more and go to texas fine so be it you know Absolutely. it's 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 his right and his his choice and that's you know a lot of the guys you're not going to have a wilmer flores on every team right you know where like they're distraught at the thought of being in, in someone and else's team's not uniform to be you know painfully I mean? on brands but like david wright was not the norm he was the exception and that he knew he could have made more money somewhere else but he wanted to be here that's not it's wonderful. It's why we all love him, but that's not the normal mentality of. Right. Well, the whole thing athlete. too, like it was, was such a joke was uh, at his introductory press conference. Like <laughs> his, the reason why he went to Texas, because yeah. he wanted like the best chance to win a world yeah, series. He like, was like, I, I saw a chance for a winning team. Right. I was like, Give me a fucking Bro. break. I wrote something too. I was like, you realize you went to Arlington, not Houston, right? And that's that's <laughs> literally he made those comments. And I think it was like the next day Steve Cohen signed Justin Verlander. Yeah. So I, I'll die for you. So we're jumping ahead now because actually this is a good segue. You just said the name David Wright. So yes. I personally don't give two fucks about the World Baseball Classic. Okay. Uh, me, I, I care. Me as a baseball fan, I want to watch the Mets play and I want the Mets to win a World Series. And sure. granted, not everyone feels that way. And I was talking to Richie about it and he's, you know, he said, well, maybe it's like more because, uh, you know, we cheer for a lot of the guys on the team that may be from America and a lot right. of the guys who are Latin feel differently. It's like country over yes, a team. You know I what agree. I mean? I understand. And like, I can't relate to that because I don't follow any other sports really. Like I don't mm-hmm. watch soccer. I'm not really involved in right. stuff like that. So, um, you know, for me, it's like Mets or nothing. You yeah. know what I mean? But how do you feel? Like, I, I was thinking just David Wright because you can't forget about the Captain, Captain America. America, you know? Yeah, I I see it both ways. I think I'm kind of the same and just like, I don't really care who wins. I don't have too strong of a rooting interest. I'm not, I'll watch if it's on and it's convenient for me. But like, 
More watched, so to see the Mets play yes, though. Like exactly. you'll watch because you want to see I want like, to see Peter Alonso. Alonso's in it, right? Yeah. yeah. So um I also I actually have a friend who made the roster for Team Italy. So I'm very That's excited cool. for him. Congrats to Nick. Um I will probably if he's pitching, I'll have to watch. But other than that, um uh, I think it's kind of like the Olympics in a way, in that like it matters, but it's I think was it Brandon Nimmo who said he's not going to play not because it. he doesn't want to get right, hurt. Right. I wrote I wrote it here if you want to see uh, rattle off who is playing for oh, a second while I look this thank up. Thank you. Uh Pete Alonzo, Jeff McNeil, Brooks Rally, is that how you say it? I don't I mean I need to learn how to say the new players' names. <laughs> All I know is Brooks. Um Adam Adovino, Francisco Lindor, Evan Diaz, Michael Perez, Eduardo Escobar. Omar Narv, I have to learn these names, and I don't want to butcher them because I know they're like Narvaez. Navarez. Navarez. Is that how you say it? I think so. All right, sure. And uh, Jose Quintana. So, yeah, I I think Brandon Nimmo said he wasn't. This is he's not. Point. Yeah, he he's said he's not like, because he signed a contract, doesn't want to get hurt, and I do respect that. Yeah, because I I feel like it'd be one thing if like the World Baseball Classic was at the end of the season, and then it was like okay, if you get hurt, you have like five months or so to recuperate but because right. it's right before the season starts yeah it's risky and i don't know if it's worth i don't know i i wouldn't want somebody who we just signed to a big deal going in although jeff mcneil go ahead honey i'm rooting for you but like i kind of get that i respect brandon nimmo's decision my stomach's going crazy <laughs> uh so i put up a poll on the 15th which is i don't know how many days ago but it said would you prefer more mets players to skip the world baseball classic like limo did he said it wasn't worth the risk, like we just said, about his commitment as with the team and uh, his new contract. And over 4,000 people voted, and 70% of the people voted yes, that they wish more Mets would have opted out to, to obviously concentrate more on the Mets rather than yeah. the World Baseball Classic. But uh, like, um, I have to point out this tweet because I texted Richie last night. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if this guy uh, at Zay97 follows the seven line, but we're about to show his, okay. Insta uh, his Twitter account here for a second. Hold on. All right. Uh, he basically echoed the same thing Richie said, and I'll read it to you. Okay. Because, uh, I totally get Richie's point, by the way. Yeah, and this is exactly what... Uh, damn. Hopefully he I he tweets a lot. It. Yeah, he tweets <laughs> a lot. Uh, I just want to... I should have had this already. Sorry. No, that's first show of the season, baby. Yeah. Can't pronounce names, can't find the tweet. Mid-season form. What, what was the ballpark? Mamonides? <laughs> Mamonides. We finally got that. <laughs> Okay, here we go. So this is basically what Richie was saying. And uh, this fan at Zay97 says the same thing on Twitter. I'll read it to you if you're listening afterwards. But you should watch because we're a visual show. <laughs> uh, playing in the World Baseball Classic is an honor for us Latinos to wear our flag and play for our country means the world. Uh, happy many of the Mets are showing their passion for their passion and risking it all for their homeland. So that's basically what Richie was saying. And it's like, I, you know, I don't really yeah. relate to that. Uh, but I totally get it. So. I, I totally get it. I respect it. I, I If anybody gets mad at a player because they end up getting hurt, it's like, oh, you should have been playing in the World Baseball Classic. That's I mean, excessive. I would be disappointed, I, but you, it's like, but that makes sense to me. Listen, it's a the, different experience. Richie said this as well. He's like, listen, you know, they might not ever admit it to like the beat, mm -hmm. but a lot of these guys care more about winning the World Baseball Classic than the World Series. Yeah. Uh, so if we have Diaz who also just signed a big contract out there yeah. closing games, uh, and throwing as hard as he can because he wants to win for his country, that doesn't help the Mets at all. I know. And that makes me very nervous. <laughs> yeah. I, know. I mean, it should make everyone. I nervous. really, I haven't given this much thought, but I, I don't, I don't know. I, it, that makes sense to me. And I understand that's, 
Because Diaz committed to this like months ago. I know. Like I last know. summer. And also, he signed his contract like the second the season ended. So, I mean, honestly, if I'm Steve Cohen, I'm like, listen, we'll give you this big contract, but you can't play in the yeah. robot. Like, you, you're th- you throw for the Can Mets. you legally say that? Why not? You can do whatever you want. I guess. You can't ride dirt bikes if you're a baseball player. <laughs> that, uh, that's why you're not. Or me either, because there's no more track on Long Island, unfortunately. <laughs> Let's segue into that. No, it's not a big deal. Back to Clark These Kent. These people don't care about that. So, and yeah, there's no more dirt bike track. Anyway. Uh, we teased this a little bit on Instagram, and I'm going to talk about it again right now. Uh, I'll try to give the conven- condensed version because this is only an hour-long show. But back in the day, we worked with a company called Knockaround out in California on some custom sunglasses. Oh, these were the best. And unfortunately, well, unfortunately for us, but you know, their life goes on. They don't have an MLB contract. So now that we signed our deal in 2014, we had to stop working with them uh, to sell stuff. Because if you haven't seen anything that's branded needs to go through an official retailer. So unfortunately, we can't make these sunglasses anymore. But about two weeks ago, I got a text from Lizzie. She said, hey, look what just came in the mail, a box of knockaround sunglasses. And the the note said something like, hey, um, uh, we were doing inventory or cleaning our warehouse and came across these, thought you'd like them. I thought it was going to be like 10 sunglasses. Yeah. There's just under 200 sunglasses here that we can't sell. Right. So give away. what we're going to do is give these away. There's three different versions. There's an orange side, which is kind of like opaque, and then a solid blue front. I know you can't really see it here. Uh, the second one we call the Shea Bridge. It's I like love these. speckled uh, orange and blue to resemble the Shea Bridge. And then the third one is the pinstripe, which goes excellent with Julia's new sneakers. Or, uh, you know, our shorts. Sorry. And- <laughs> no, <laughs> that didn't help. So what we're going to do starting tomorrow, because you have to remember, these are probably worth like 30 bucks each and we can't sell them, uh-huh. is shop for anything on the Seven Lines website tomorrow starting at 10 a.m. And you'll get them for free if your order is $50 or more. Ah. So I understand people are like, oh, 50 bucks, only worth 30 bucks. I get it. But. There's only 200 of them or a little less than 200 of them. And we're never making these again. So you're a business, baby. Are valuable. And we have some some stock to clear before we get to opening <laughs> day. So spend 50 or more starting tomorrow at 10 a.m. So, uh, you know, maybe you got something on your mind. You want to pick up some some sneakers, right. a new flag. And do it timely. sweatshirt, whatever. Only the first 200 or so. Yeah. But, you know, unfortunately, they're not going to know if they're the first 200 because... Mm. Uh, it's not a product that we can actually make a listing for. Okay, like, so you have to give the disclaimer. It's yeah, not a guarantee. It's not a guarantee. And you could also, in the comments, you can request like, hey, I want the pinstripe or right. I want the shape bridge, you know, uh, and we will try to honor your request. But tomorrow, starting at 10 a.m., I'll send an email out a little bit later today and uh, let the rest of the people know, but you guys know first. Um, so I got something from Amelia. This isn't on our show sheet. I got a Christmas present in Aww. my stocking. Uh, there's, I guess it's like a, a, like a little, uh, sales fair, whatever they call it oh, at yes. school yes, it's before the holidays. For your holiday, for yeah. Your you family. bring in, you know, a couple bucks and you can pick out some stuff. So she yeah. I would get out. the worst crap for my family. At those <laughs> the favorite team pack. It's all, it's all baseball cards. So there's Aww. 12 different trading cards and I thought it'd be like one era oh. and it's not really? there's cards in here from the eighties all the way up until today. So what I'm going to do is cool. very cool. I'm not going to rattle them all off because I'm going to do something really quickly with you. If we could do this really quick where I'm going to give you some clues. I'm going to put on my glasses. I'm getting old. Don't do this to me. I'm not going to get them. It's fine. I'm not going to get them. It's okay. It's not like I'm putting you, I am putting you on the spot. You are, but but I'm not going to get full disclosure. I'm not good at this game. I'm going to give some clues out 
And then can we do this the opposite? We I'll will just lose see to you. if okay. you get the answer first, or if someone in the comments gets it first. Fact checkers, this one is all you. Because if someone in the comments gets it before you, I should have got the bell. Uh, <laughs> I'll mail them something. I'm not getting any. Or so give them something. Get for ready free. to win some things. So don't here. look at the cards. Okay. Um, I'm gonna just give you a random play Mets player from the past. It's a Mets player, of course. Okay. Uh, and you have to guess who it is. So this. This Mets player okay. played second base, but I think also other infield positions for the Mets. And I will give you the era, like the mid, um, late 2000s. So like anytime between 2007 and on. Okay. His first year as Mets was 2007. How about okay. that? Okay. Before that, he played for the Diamondbacks, the Marlins, the Devil Rays, the Tigers, and the Angels. So he had a very long career. He got to the Mets in 2007, played infield, and wore the uh, – uh, before I say the number – he uh, bats right, throws right. He's 5'11", 190, <laughs> and uh, played infield. His number was three. Do you know who that may be? Three. Number three, first year was 2007 for the Mets. How long was he number with the Mets? Three. Do I get that? Clue? I don't know because this card came out in 2007. Did so he finish it, his career with the Mets? Uh, probably because he got here so late. Okay. I'm not gonna and if no this. one gets to it, we're gonna move on really quick from this segment because uh, if people are listening to this afterwards, I was like, eleven. <laughs> this is the most boring shit they've ever heard. Up, um, oh, someone got it. Okay, so, thank God. Daniel Redmond on YouTube. Damian Easley, Easy E. There you go. Look at that. There card. is a Damian Easley baseball card that's yep. circulating. People started getting it wow. after I. Uh, okay, good. Said I'm glad somebody out there got it. And it didn't have to have anything to do with uh, spelling because if I had to spell Damian Easley, I probably wouldn't know how to do that. D-A-M-I-O-N. And I don't just know that because it's right in front of me. I did know the spelling. Do you know it backwards, though? D-A-M-I-O-N. You're right. N-O-I-M-A-D. So, Daniel Redmond, I'll hit you up. I don't care about the spelling. And uh, I will mail you something. So, we, <laughs> I've been battling a cough. I'm not sick. I just had a cough. I was out of nowhere a couple weeks ago. I was losing my voice. Nowhere. I wasn't sick. I was losing my voice. I don't know why. You're but, getting ready for the show. Yeah, I know, right? So, uh... Damien Easley, no, Damien Easley would not be on the show. <laughs> Anthony DeComo is going to check in from spring oh, trading so in a little bit. I'm so glad we're done bit. with that. <laughs> and uh, Julia is uh, happy to be sweating with this little uh, little segment that I really sprung on her. So DeComo, who we love, who now we call him Tony, right? That's we're, our good friend Tony. We're good friends with Tony now. He's going to check in from spring training, give us the ins and outs of what we're missing out on. I will be there tomorrow, and tomorrow night we're going to be at Hop Life. Tomorrow. Yeah, I didn't pack yet or anything, but Good I'm leaving tomorrow. Awesome. Uh, what do you really need? Two days. It's true. I'm leaving Poor tomorrow. Lucy. Bring a match shirt. Yeah. We, we don't even need to. They're giving us the jerseys on Saturday. Right. And it's a night game. Have you been to a, a night game at spring training before? No. I love it. Never. It's so great. What not, a vibe that must be. Yeah, it's a little bit different. I mean, you're, you're expecting, you know, sun and rum buckets, yeah. and then you're kind of just hanging out at a night game in Florida, which yeah. is cool. Yeah. Uh, which is cool. Uh, exciting. tomorrow morning, they're doing the well, afternoon, they're doing the inter squad game. Okay. When they play against each other. Fun. And if you remember last year, remember the photos of like Alex Cohen giving out like free beer at the entrance? Yes. That I was do. so sick. So sick. I'm expecting something fun will happen. I think it's like $10 to get in. And then, um, they give you, I think, well, at least last year they did, they gave you free stuff, but that may have been a special thing because the year before that spring training was, you couldn't, could you go? You could go, but it was the pod seating. Yeah. Last year was a late start for the lockout. Yeah. And then this year is like back to normal. You're right. This is like the first knock on wood, yep. barring any sudden pandemics, the normal spring training. 
Yeah, it's been a bit. But if you remember the 2020, I haven't been there since 2020. It started normal. And they then did. it was cut short. Yeah, they did have the normal start. And then somewhere in the middle, they're like, all right, everyone go home yeah. when everything should when the shit hit the fan. What so uh Decomo here on Twitter. This is the announcement about tomorrow at Clover Park, 110. And uh the proceeds go to the Boys and Girls Club of St. Lucie County. So not only do you get in, watch a little baseball, and uh, you know donate money to a good cause down there. So that's pretty cool. Nice. So I always feel weird about when you see the videos, like I, I, one came out today of Escobar batting against Max Scherzer. Uh -huh. So like when you're at the game, if that happens tomorrow and I, Joey Lucchese is, is pitching tomorrow, but let's say, I don't know, Jeff McNeil hits a home run off Lucchese. Are you excited for McNeil? Because like, oh, wow, he looks good this year. Like, yeah. or you'd be like, fuck, Lucchese's, you know, still struggling. I think it depends. In that instance, I feel like you have to be excited for Jeff McNeil because you just signed Jeff McNeil to a contract. It's like, good. The guy we just paid money to is doing well. Oh, and I so, wrote down on my notes here, Jeff McNeil did not get his car yet. I know. From Lindor. That's kind of bullshit. I'm sorry, Lindor. I love you, but pay up. Yeah, you, right. You said it. You have the money. Give him his car. And the Lindors are expecting another little one. Oh, yes. Congratulations Congrats to them. To them. And uh, yeah. So if you don't know, last year, uh, Lindor said to McNeil, if he wins the batting title, which is like, you know, the it wasn't it, like it wasn't a lock, by the way. No, like, it was very much like, you know, if you do it. It came down to like the last week. Yeah. yeah. The last day. Yeah. So he won and yeah. he didn't get his car. Give him his car. But guess who bought themselves a new car? Uh, Brandon Nimmo. Yeah. Yeah. Love Which I love him. it. Love that for him. Because what, what was he driving before? It was like some peasant car. I, I wouldn't say and that. And by peasant, I mean like a car I would drive. <laughs> I think it's like a Camry. But it's yeah. it's like the first car he ever got or yeah. something. And he's been shipping it around the country. Like he gets, I mean, a lot of the guys, they do that. They yeah. put their, their cars on flatbeds and bring them down to spring training. Right. Where's this cough coming I from again? No. Oh, you, you know what? Where is it? I don't know. Why are you rubbing your legs? <laughs> I got a haircut today. Oh, yes. And guess what? I don't know. <laughs> I love the little ball. This is for kids. When you get your hair cut at the barbershop and there's a little bowl of uh, lollipops there. I had no idea where that was going. I think this one is, this is not my favorite. This is, oh, it is butterscotch. Ugh. I don't, the butterscotch wrapper and the root beer wrapper look the same. So maybe this will help. <laughs> this will be great. <laughs> great this audio. sound great in your microphone. Great audio. <laughs> Great audio. So, um, yeah, I have no idea what's going to be going on as far as the free beverages are concerned tomorrow. But the Mets have been doing a phenomenal job this offseason with the Queens. What's it called? Queens Future? Queens Future. Where is it? I, I have it written down. I don't know the official title, but I know what com. So they've been crowdsourcing uh, different, basically, focus groups mm -hmm. of people to come into either City Field or we went to one recently. You didn't go. but no, go. Uh, at the Queens Museum where they're basically trying to get as much feedback as they possibly can get from Mets fans and locals, uh, locals meaning residents of the Flushing and surrounding areas, right? to see what they could possibly do with the amount of space that's outside City Field. Because you've been around the block, I've been around the block, we've been all over the place. City Field is not a destination for no. anything but the game. right? So when you leave the game or you get there early, there's nothing to do. No. There's nothing to see. But it's it's just a rare instance because... The airport's right there. The water's right there. The marina's right there. It should be. It could be so it nice. It could be so sick. Yeah. And it probably will be very soon. Yeah. But they're just trying to get the most out of what they can, uh, with with the with the fans right. and uh, with the people, making sure they're doing something people actually want, which I very much respect. Instead of just going for 
you know, whatever it is they want to do, whatever they think it's going to be profitable. They're doing what people want. And that's, yeah. So if you go to queensfuture.com, you could check out what there, it says Queens is the future. You scroll down and you can see like the whole map over here. And it says, uh, we deserve better than 50 acres of asphalt, which Love is that. completely true. Because if you look at, I mean, if you haven't, obviously if you're watching the show, you're probably in the city field, but, uh, the proximity of it, of it being like basically a waterfront ballpark and you would never really think about you that. You would never know. No. Yeah. There's highways in the way and stuff like that. But right. so they invited the seven line army to one a couple of weeks ago. Like I just said, uh, at, uh, the Queens museum. And it's really cool because you walk in and it basically shows you like a timeline of what the area used to be, uh -huh. what it turned into. And then they gave you little stickers and it said like, what do you think is the most important personally um, for the future of the area? And it's like uh, bringing in local business or more jobs or whatever. And they basically tell you like pick off this out of this board and put the sticker where you feel is the oh, most important. Okay. So basically trying to like pull the, pull the audience basically, mm -hmm. and then uh, come up with the best possible plan. So, each table we had to come up with ideas and and uh write them down on a sheet and then one person from the table had to like give the presentation oh god i wish i was there it was great it was great <laughs> who it, presented for your table uh our table I, I i never met them like i i met him a couple of times but he's like relatively oh, new so member. you didn't know okay. it was great okay it was a great time but um wayne you know wayne love wayne wayne, wayne if you're watching wayne hey presented now. for his table and it was based a stand-up comedy routine it was awesome <laughs> He did so good. Where I wish we were recording. Oh, it. I, I wish mean, I saw there were that. Cameras there. We didn't really make a big deal of it. I didn't yeah. tweet about it. We didn't, I wasn't sure if we were even supposed. I to. I was literally just like, oh, I forgot that you even did that until you mentioned it. It now. was it was excellent, and um, you know, people brought up their concerns, what they liked, what they didn't like, what they liked from other ballparks. But Wayne did <laughs> so good, and then whoever went after him was like, "Fuck, I gotta follow that." <laughs> It was, it was, it was great. Good job, Wayne. So if any of you guys went to any of those uh, focus groups, you know, sound off in the comments and uh, we'll try to read to them later, but we do this and we haven't done it yet. Let us know where you're watching from. We'll highlight some of you guys oh, yeah. on the screen here. Hopefully the, uh, the border that I put around, that's like a, a, a tops. Border, yeah, guys, new, new graphics. Doesn't really, what do uh, we think? <laughs> it doesn't really affect <laughs> the way that, uh, the comments come up. So let's see Brian Hellman. Oh no, look, it goes Perfect. right over it. Brian Hellman's checking in from New Hampshire. Uh, Eddie is watching from work. We got Scott watching from Beverly, New Jersey. You know, there was a tornado in New Jersey a couple of days ago. What? Tornado. Jersey. The world <laughs> is coming to an end. <laughs> uh, we got Brooklyn. We got Newton, New Jersey. Uh, Boynton Beach, Florida. Hopefully you're coming up to uh, spring training this weekend. So, yeah, people are watching from all over. So we appreciate your views and your listens afterwards. Um so you and I have talked about this for the past couple of years. It just didn't really happen yet because, uh -huh. you know, shit happens and life changes. But uh, Orange and Blue thing, I love doing it. I love having a once a week hangout, whether it's, you know, uh, well, I'm not not in weather because it always is here. But <laughs> I think that what we're going to start doing is you and I will go to City Field, uh -huh. talk to people, do some kind of content there where it's yeah. not always going to be in studio live show because yeah. so much of what being a Mets fans about, and especially the seven lines about is like getting out there, hanging out with people, doing things right. and, as a group. So we love this little recap that we do each week, but we're going to try to come up with some ideas where we can come up with some content where we maybe just like go to the ballpark and do some kind of stuff there. Talk to people and use that as our weekly orange yeah. and blue thing. Well, that was like, I told you that was my original idea for big Apple trivia throwback. I can't believe that was 
was three years yeah. ago now. That's yeah. fucking wild. But anyway, um, but my original idea for it before pandemic times took over our lives was for it to be an in-person thing at the ballpark, just going up to random fans, asking them trivia questions, making them sweat like you just did to me. <laughs> Which, by the way, never mind. I'm not even going to say that. But I, I had, I remember in Big Apple Trivia, there was a Damien Easley trivia question. No, wait, really? Which was in... If anybody remembers the Andy Chavez walk-off bunt game, he hit the pinch hit home run to tie. Look to at send this. It into tie. So I knew who Damon Easley was, did not know <laughs> based on his baseball card. But anyway. But you remembered that, yes. which is pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that would be really fun and interactive. And it's something that, like, you know, if you don't necessarily care about the fact that I've had a, a very small career change or that Darren's upset that he can't ride dirt bikes anymore, it's something that you can watch. It's Mets related at any time. And right. It's still hopefully interesting. So I think that'll of be fun. It'll be interesting. Yeah. So what, what else is interesting is our relationship with TickPick. Love TickPick. And you were talking about how much issue you were having with, uh, what, Taylor Swift tickets? <sighs> yeah. Although TickPick, they're doing everything they can to help Swifties. And I have to hand it to them. There was a special promo code specifically for Taylor Swift tickets to help you get money off of them. They have the the price. You freeze. said the price a second ago, how much you were going to pay or did pay. This, or It's not my choice. The Taylor Swift tickets are going for anywhere from like 750 is like you're lucky. They're more like $900. When is this tour starting? <laughs> it's Lizzie's screaming from the back. That's insane. Um, it starts in March, I oh believe. Oh my god, yeah. I just picked I just checked it out. <laughs> it starts like next month. Taylor Swift tickets on TickPick right now, who you should absolutely use absolutely use because you're gonna find the best deals there anywhere yeah. anywhere else. But they're $862. I told you the cheapest ticket. That's the cheapest ticket, and this is not TickPick's fault. You're not gonna find and them the cheaper next day else. is over a thousand. Yep. That's yep. insane. Yep. All right. Well, Taylor did not come to play. And so. you know what I was saying to you? It's crazy you'd spend that much money to watch someone lip sync. I'm not even going to entertain that <laughs> comment. I will not feed the trolls. Just go on with our Tick Pick spiel. Well, Tick Pick is the best. We've been the using best. them for years, and they're back on board this year doing the the promo code for you guys. So use the code OABT to take ten dollars off any order over ninety nine dollars in the app for a first time user. Lord knows I will be using that for my Taylor Swift so ticket. $10 <laughs> off a Taylor Swift ticket, but I, I use TickPick all off season. Yeah. So like Knicks games, Islanders games, yeah. obviously Taylor Swift tickets. I or got whatever. my boyfriend concert tickets for Christmas on TickPick. Humble Brag got a boyfriend. Congrats. It's the same one as last year. It's not new. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a boyfriend. Do you notice like when you have a boyfriend or don't have a boyfriend, like, or you announce that you have a boyfriend uh -huh. when you are a single woman that people like, un like, Random people like unfollow you. I'm not kidding. When I first posted my picture with my boyfriend, when we first started dating. I lost on Instagram like a hundred followers. No way. I swear to God. Like, up, oh, I'm out. I'm not even kidding. As if, like, you know, that's why I wouldn't date you is <laughs> because I'm taken, but whatever. So each their own. Thanks for following for some time. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a strange experience being a woman on the internet. Well, it's back to TickPick. Back to TickPick. Uh, if you type in, like, like I just did the word Mets, you can scroll down and see all the options here. So it it generalized, not generalized, but it, it makes it specific to where you are and what ballpark you're closest to. So it mm -hmm. doesn't say, you know, Mets versus Marlins in Miami, although you can search for that as well. Right. Uh, so opening day, the get-in price is $103 right now. But the cool part about it is when you click it, it gives you a star rating of like the best deals in the ballpark. Yes. And uh, yeah, we love it. So check out TickPick. Again, use the code OABT for $10 off any order over $99 in the app for first-time users. And they also, like I said, they have that really cool price fees 
price freeze feature now where if 103 sounds like a good price, but it's not payday yet, you can freeze the price and go back and pay it when you have the money to do so. And it won't go up. If it goes up, you're still locked in at that price. So we love TickTick. They're always doing what they can to help you get the absolute cheapest price on tickets. So before we get to Como in here, I want to talk about what's going on tomorrow night. Uh, I land, not that you care when I get there, but I land tomorrow like four something. Okay. I probably should have told people to get there a little bit later. Not that like I bring the party, but it's the, <laughs> the, the brewery's open no matter what. But yeah. I'm going to be like so stressed out if I'm driving there. And I'm like, oh, it's five o'clock. I'm not there, there. Yeah. So spring, spring training meetup tomorrow night at Hop Life in Port St. Lucie goes all night so it's not like you have to get there at five yeah. but if you want to get a specific spot at the bar get there at five i can't You're get there at five at four, yeah but i'll be fashionably a little bit late <laughs> i still have to drop off i got to get my rental car yeah. drive north drop my shit off and at the fingers hotel. crossed no delayed flights oh, God, what's wrong with you i'm sorry every flight i had for my new zealand trip was delayed so i'm just it is what it is so our last time at hop life you probably never even been there was no. 2020 and the place was mobbed it was awesome so tomorrow night they're gonna have obviously their drink specials along with live music. They brought in a guy who's going to, or guy or girl, I don't know who runs the company or owns it, but uh, you can throw axes, fun, which I think is a dangerous idea, but it sounds fun. <laughs> uh, and there's like a cigar guy there. It's going to be great. So cool. Total Florida vibe opens at five <laughs> o'clock. They have a brand new menu, which I haven't ha- had a chance to uh, partake in yet, but I hear it's phenomenal. And uh, the address is on the sites, but if you're listening after it is uh, 679 Northwest Enterprise Drive, Suite 101. It's called Hop Life. Just put it into your GPS or tell your Uber driver that's where you're going. Kids are allowed. Uh, and I'm sure dogs and stuff are as well. Great. You know, it's a brewery. So come on down and hang out. Should be an excellent time. I can't wait to get down there. So um, I'm also bringing my drone, which I don't know if that's like allowed. <laughs> are you allowed? I don't know. I'm going to just do it. <laughs> Find so, out. Because Saturday's a night game, right? So Saturday uh-huh. morning, Kelly and I are going to wake up and drive over towards the beach and have some breakfast. Um, we can't eat anywhere. That's right. like over there. It's all like seafood and stuff, which we don't eat. Yeah. So I, I found this cool spot. It's like a coffee shop type style place. And right. uh, they have a lot of options there. So we're going to do that on Saturday, like brunch time. All right. But on the way back, I'm going to just basically fire up the drone and see how close I can get to the ballpark. <laughs> And uh, if anyone's watching this now and you work for the Mets, and you don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> let, uh, them know. let me know because I didn't get any kind of press pass for it. Yeah, but I'm going to just do it. And then it doesn't um, get shot down by the government thinking it's a spy balloon. Or I something. have so many. I'm, I'm going with three different cameras this year. So I brought that Insta 360, <laughs> yeah. which is like the 360 thing I've been snowboarding with and everything. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm going to bring that. I'm going to bring the drone and my regular camera. Dre is going too, So she's going to shoot nice. the photos on Saturday. The content's going to be great. Yeah, I'm going to do my best to capture as much as I can and kind of make you guys jealous that you didn't go and maybe you'll go next year but uh yeah i'm gonna i, I like flying the drone hopefully i don't <laughs> fly into the you know building accidentally did i ever tell you what happened at our wedding no so you're not supposed to fly drones over oh there's oh, the noise of the season. 38 minutes wow you're not supposed to fly drones or you can't fly drones over near city field because of the airport right uh-huh. there so if you go over a certain amount of feet right you you know you could obviously cause an Crash. accident yeah uh but for some reason some people do get around that somehow. I don't know how they can, but when I turn my drone on and it knows it's a restricted area, it won't even take off. Oh, wow. But anyway, at our wedding, they said no drones and the, our photographer did it anyway. And I don't know if the signal got jammed or whatever, but we're standing there and they're like, all right, as we fly over, everyone put their hands up, you know, for the, the yeah. edit or whatever. Yeah. If you didn't know, we got married at City Field on the dugout uh, and we're standing there and the drone flies over us and we turn around and it just keeps going. It flies directly into the front of the Pepsi porch. <laughs> The the uh, the propellers go everywhere onto the onto that warning track. 
and the guy who's like our our wedding planner i guess that works for metropolitan hospitality uh -huh. you see him instantly like get something he had like a headpiece <laughs> go in his ear and he's like oh like he started he started running to the outfield to clean up the the, the propellers it was, was a mess this was i guess right after the ceremony during uh, the ceremony not probably just ceremony. probably right after yeah oh because God. you don't i didn't see kelly yeah. until like the reveal and all right, that right, right. so it was after it i guess the i can say the fans <laughs> the our guests fans? The, the fans of our wedding walked up the stairs <laughs> And then, uh, you know, we did our, our photos. They also said, like, oh, I just spit. Uh, don't run on the field. We did it anyway. Love it. Basically, they said, like, everything they said, don't do. Like, well, why we, not? We already got married. We're paying We're for it. What are you going to do? Kick us out? Yeah, yeah. Everyone thinks I got that for free, by the way. I got zero break, zero deal, zero discount. No one gets that kind of shit no for break. free. No break. Mm -hmm. Everything's full price. Yeah. I pay for my tickets to go to games. Yeah. People think I get them for free. It's, uh, whatever. It no. is what it is. Uh, I do get sometimes these nice little press passes, though. That's I why love I love your picture in the press pass. That's me right here. It's you here. Literally showing that you're pressed with a microphone to your face. It's a screenshot from me being on Orange and Blue thing. I was like, well, you have to upload a photo when you apply for right. credentials. So I was right. like, what do I do? Stand there, you know, drinking a beer. Yeah. I was like, I'll stand in front of this microphone. What's the difference? <laughs> so good. So, yeah, the wedding. Uh, wedding was fun. So we're waiting for Tacoma to come on. He told me yesterday, uh, I'm not seeing a link in the email. Okay, let me just send Our it. good friend Tony's stuck. Tony! Gotta help him out. I'll just send it to him on Twitter. Hold on a second. Hey, this is where I <laughs> no, say to Julia. No, no, I hate this part. I some just... time for a second oh, for me. God, I gotta talk. What are we talking I about? I do also have... Oh, oh, I know what I can talk ahead, about. Okay, I had this idea, and you guys let me know if you think it's a good one. Darren, for whatever reason, thought this was too much work, and I don't even know It sounded how. like a lot of work to me. It doesn't even... Well, we're gonna have to come up with this. But so, my idea, I thought it would be fun is if we came up with like five random categories of like you know most rbis most stolen bases final record whatever we'll each guess like our uh -huh. prediction for the season and we don't know what the winner or what the loser will get so we'll have you guys the fact checkers what do you think the winner of these little bets should get? It's the you end mean, of the season. It's but all I was season confused. Long. Is it us picking or they're picking? It's us picking. Okay. I thought we had to like go through all no! these fucking comments. No, it's just you and me. I got it. We're gonna we can't have the same answer. That's okay. the thing. We'll do an odd number of categories. So like five, seven, nine, or whatever. So there can't be any ties. Okay. Whoever has the most closest answer. I was reading this from you and I was expecting Juliet that you wanted me to like go back to the comments and no, go through I said, Nick and Rebecca and Brian and be like, they no. say Alonzo's going to get the most home runs. No, what okay. we're reading through is what they think the winner should get or the loser should get. And we will pick what we think the best one is. And then next week we'll announce what it is. But anyway, our good friend Tony. Without here. further ado, Tony <laughs> is checking in straight from Port St. Lucie in the stands. And before we go any further, who's going to hit the most home runs for the Mets this year, Tony? I. Uh, Am, am I allowed to say anyone other than Pete Alonso? I mean, like that's, bad I didn't even say home runs because the answer is obviously Pete Alonso. So that's good. Tony can give us Pete Alonso. <laughs> well, it's not, not going to be Darren Ruff. You're not saying Darren Ruff. What if I say Francisco Alvarez? What would you say? Ooh, I'd say I love that. And I hope <laughs> you're right. We'll see how many games he's in, you know? Exactly. So listen, uh, we were talking about it a little bit ago. Last year was obviously the late start because of the lockout. The year before that was... Obviously, a lot of the social distancing and the pod seating in the outfield and all that. And then the year before that, spring training got cut short. So you've been on the beat for how many years now? Ooh, this is uh, I started in 2010 on the beat. So this is 14 seasons. No way. That's crazy. I know. I know. So, so how is it? Been? Like, is it does it feel like, uh, you know, it feels back, normal back to normal yeah. or 
Yeah, if you ask Buck that, he says it's not normal. We got all these WBC guys leaving, but truthfully, it does feel normal. Like as reporters, we have normal clubhouse access again. Um, you know, we have normal roaming around the facilities again, and that's where you find stories and things like that. So it, it does feel normal, which is a very good thing. Um, yeah, it was weird the past couple of years, even last year, which you know you felt like we were mostly through this thing. It was still weird coming to spring training. We don't even have to wear masks in the clubhouse anymore, which is great for facilitating conversations and all that. So it's normal. I love it. It's good. Everything is good. <laughs> so we hear pretty much every year, uh, either it's from the beat or from players themselves, they say, oh, I feel like I'm in the best shape of my life. I was life. just going to say, <laughs> tell us, who is in the best shape of their life? I would say uh, Pete Alonzo wow. has definitely dropped some LBs. He looks great. Tyler McGill uh, has shed some weight. He looks good. Everyone has seen, you know, the Daniel Vogelback Instagram yes. photo seen around the world. Um, <laughs> I don't like that. I almost don't like that. I want, I want Vogelback. Brands. Yeah, I want Vogelback to be like the bigger guy who like kind of embraces your slug and beers yeah. in the backwards hat <laughs> and, and, you know, all that. He could still be that guy. I, I, I totally get it. And, you know, to a certain extent, same with Alonzo. But, um, you know, he feels fit and looks good. Uh, I think the biggest one for me is McGill. He definitely looks like he has trimmed down a bit. And, um, you know, that could be a huge piece. I think people almost forget about Tyler McGill because yeah. it's really – you have to go back to the first half of last year from when he was a significant contributor. But that's still a lot of talent right there. That's still a big presence on the mound. Um, you know, probably not going to be in the opening day rotation, but he could potentially be the first or second guy up if something happens. And that's going to be a big – big piece for the Mets if he's in good shape which is crazy because he started opening day last year I know I know it's the answer to a trivia question we remember now six (laughs) years from now it's going to be going to be at the bar trivia question nobody's going to remember that exactly well yeah we were talking like we haven't talked about it today but like Bartolo Colon starting the opening day in 2015 in DC you know we've had other years with John East was the opening day starter they had something crazy I would have to look up the exact stat but they had like seven or eight years in a row where it was a different opening yeah day it was every single year which yeah. that just doesn't happen it's yeah. like but guess what we taken over you know yeah. for the most part we win them all though so that's the best I know best stat. <laughs> right 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 I don't know how that happens so let me ask you we've been seeing like I got roasted on the internet because I wasn't trying to make a comparison between the two players on paper I was just saying that Escobar, when, when Correa was an afterthought, and Correa, you know, obviously we know what happened there, but uh, when you can compare, we? <laughs> well, we actually well, know well, nobody's not on the mess, is All what right. I mean. Uh, I wrote something about, you know, Escobar's numbers, and, and you know, uh, I think we have a very capable guy of playing third base, not like we're sticking a, a rookie out there uh, who, who can't contribute, but. I loved last year when uh, Beatty made his his, uh, his his first career start, and the first guy at the top step clapping and, and cheering him on was Escobar. Mm-hmm. And we see a couple days ago Escobar and him working together at third base. So do you almost kind of see Escobar, like, he, he, granted, this is like his 11th season as a major leaguer now. Is he almost like a player coach at this point? Like, is he taking him under his wing more than you'd expect? I wouldn't say more than I'd expect only because I have known Eduardo Escobar for a year now. And I know what kind of guy he is. I mean, you're talking not just like best in that clubhouse. This is one of the all time clubhouse guys. He's beloved throughout baseball. Um, he's also very self-aware about his own place. Um, this is a guy who was not a prospect coming out of Venezuela when he was young. He truly does appreciate all of his time in the majors and he also understands his place within the greater context of this stuff. So he knows that Brett Beatty is the future here at third base. And you know, if it's not, it was, it could have been Carlos Correa. It's not Brett Beatty as we stand here right now is the future at third base for the Mets. Eduardo Escobar 
probably understand, I've asked him this, but he probably understands that no matter what happens this year, there's a decent chance he won't be here next year. He's on the final year of that deal. So, yeah, there's not really incentive for a guy like that to ice out a rookie, especially a promising young rookie like Beatty. And um, frankly speaking, there's room for both to make huge contributions to this team. If Beatty's not there on opening day, I don't necessarily expect Beatty to be there on opening day. But if he's not, he's going to play a role for this team. Um, Escobar is going to play a role for this team. And, you know, you mentioned last year, I mean, what he did in September, if not for Eduardo Escobar, that what was ugly down the stretch could have been a lot uglier. Uh, So he's still a big piece of this. And, um, yeah, I think it's good to see that he's kind of taken Beatty a little bit under his wing. So Escobar is one of the guys that's going to the WBC, right? Yep. Yep. We we talked about this a little bit ago before you were on, and uh, I I don't have a strong connection to the WBC. I don't really care about it that much. But uh, one of my buddies who is uh, from Colombia, I hope I said that right, Colombia. I know Colombia. Colombian. Colombia. Don't overthink it there. Don't overthink it. He was saying that a lot of players, maybe they'll, if they won't admit it to you guys or not, that winning the WBC or playing strong in the WBC is more important than the Mets let's say winning the world series. And do you think that might be a true statement or no? I wouldn't go that far, but I do think the WBC is very meaningful and very impactful to a lot of guys. And Eduardo Escobar is is kind of the perfect example. Uh, He wasn't invited in 2017. The last time they played Venezuela's always got a stacked lineup. He wasn't invited to be a part of it. He was invited this time. And as kind of one of the elder statesmen of guys from that country, he, I was talking to him about this uh, last week. You know, he's very thankful and he's very not taking this for granted, this opportunity to kind of go and do it. And I think a lot of guys feel that way. Um, I think there's a lot of guys who can't participate in, in these tournaments, whether it's because of injury, whether it's because of their position at camp. Uh, for example, I was talking to Mark Vientos today. He really wanted to play to Nicaragua. That was the team. His, his mother's side of the family is from Nicaragua. His dad's side is from the Dominican. Obviously, he grew up in Florida. Um, so he's eligible for three teams. Nicaragua was the one that would have him this time. He really wanted to do it, but then he took a step back and said, you know what, I, I, I'm fighting for something here. I'm at the beginning of my career. If things go the way that I want them to, I'm going to have my pick of teams right. four years from now when we play it again. So I think there's a lot of that that goes on throughout the game. Guys who want to participate, guys who want to play a role, guys who are feeling patriotic about it and can't participate. So when they do, yeah, it is meaningful. It makes me so oh. nervous, though. It makes me so nervous. <laughs> of to see, course, like, of course. Uh, you know, There's we, a lot of Mets. We'll be watching from the couch, and you know, Diaz, who has openly said how important yeah. it, this is to him as well, yeah. going out there throwing gas next month when yep. it's not even really this our season yet. It's going to make me so freaking nervous. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But but to answer your question, I, I, I don't think there's very many, if any, players, at least major league players who are in this thing who say, I would rather win the WBC than the World Series. Now, I'm sure there are guys from other teams, especially from some of these countries that aren't expected to do as well. Uh, yeah, this is their World Series. Um, right. you know, if you're playing for, for one of these lesser teams, this is your shot to go up against the best. So it's right. cool. But for, for high-profile big leagues, guy like Eduardo Escobar, I think a World Series would be more meaningful. Yeah, totally. So we saw you guys messing around the other day, you and Gelbs. Yeah, t- Tony, you and Gelbs, you've been hitting up any karaoke bars lately or or what? I, 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 I would love to. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you a quick Steve Gelbs thing. We went out on the golf course yesterday, and he's been uh, – I've gone golfing from time to time yesterday uh, down here over the years, uh-huh. and Gelbs has never wanted to come. And he just, like, caught winds a few days ago that those of us who go are not actually good golfers. <laughs> For some reason, he thought we were all, like, scratch golfers. Clearly, we're not. And he's like, oh, maybe I'll try and come out, too. So Steve comes out, 
And the first couple holes go as you would expect. He'd really like never golfed in his life. Uh First couple holes go as you would expect. He's hitting the ball like 15 yard dribblers in front of the tee box. And then we get to hole five and he's like hitting fairways. He's like dropping the ball on the green. Like, what is going on? This guy's a natural. So he goes over to Jeff Jeff McNeil today in the clubhouse. Obviously great golfer. And he says to Jeff, he's like, he's he's bragging to Jeff about how good a golfer he is after, after playing 11 holes before the sunset yesterday. And Jeff's like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. He's like, I shot two under yesterday. <laughs> like, okay. Wrong guy to talk to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. I like skip it up. But I don't think those are the words. So you guys can go back. None of them are words. But are gelbs and Gelbs and you're trying to figure out the words. The backstory to this is SNY had us come out to the set about 20, 25 minutes early because they were they were getting the connections. They wanted to make sure the connections worked and all that. And it works great. So we're out there. We've got like 20 minutes to kill before we go on air. And yeah, I just started singing Hanson. Sometimes that happens, right? Yeah. <laughs> what else is there to do in Port St. Lucie? Well, what else? Do the Sugar Ray. Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray uh, wound up tweeting at us. You know, no I, way. Constantly searching to see if anyone's typing Sugar Ray into Twitter. <laughs> That's excellent. That's Listen, uh, thank you for giving us some of your time. If you're if you're available tomorrow night, hop on over to Hop Life. We're going to be hanging out at the brewery, and awesome. uh, always appreciate your time. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Tony. All right, guys. Look forward to seeing you down here. Have a good one. You too. Love it. Tony's the best. Love Tony. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you, that it really worked out. I don't, I've never done it where we have uh, two different cameras and pulling up the Twitter at the same time. Yeah, we're with trying the sound. a lot of different graphic things this season. Yeah. Guys, please give Darren your feedback <laughs> on the new graphics, the new lighting, because I was getting updates all week. He was so excited about it. So please let him know your thoughts. Oh, yeah. I think it looks wonderful. Very excited. A lot of hard work went into it. So I am going to talk again really quickly about uh, the opening day tailgate because we haven't touched on that yet for uh, not spring training for uh, Miami next month, which is going to come really quickly. So um, if you are going to the game, we are shipping out the tickets about two weeks before the game. And I'm going to show off the T-shirt, I guess, after this weekend, because one one uh, one outing at a time. Right. So uh, let's get through this weekend first and then we'll show off what's going on for Miami. But. We are going to be out in this lot called East Lot 3. And if you've ever been down to Miami before and been to that area, it's actually called Little Havana. They don't typically tailgate there. So uh, we got porta potties, going to be a, a men's, a women's, and an accessible one. We're taking over the entire lot. The game starts at 4, I think. We're going to get there around 11. Got a whole bunch of volunteers who are going to help bring some stuff out. So Wild. it's going to be an excellent time. Go to the7line.com, check that out. And uh, get in the uh, the opening day mood. It's going to be a lot of fun. So jealous. I almost I almost ended up going to this. I can tell you the shirt is not blue or orange. Yes. And you'll see what it is after this weekend. So again, new graphics. Share the show to be in the running for the free gift cards from the Seven Line uh, tomorrow at 10 a.m. We have these sunglasses going up. If you spend fifty dollars or more, you cannot buy the sunglasses, but you will be getting them for free in your order. Gotta so, be one of the first. So get there on time. I wrote this in the show little intro here, not the intro, the show like description. Bio. The Mets have a gigantic dilemma on their hands for Jul- for June. Wow. I don't know if you've heard about this. I haven't. I think it could be the biggest dilemma that the Mets have had in a very long time. Okay. Uh, Saturday, June third. Uh huh. Does that ring a bell to you? What's going on Saturday, June third? Is 
there's so is there a ceremony of some sorts? There is a ceremony. So Harry Rose, Gary yes. Cohen, yes. Al Leiter, and Hojo are being inducted into the Mets Hall of Fame. Right. Giant dilemma. Who's gonna MC it? Ooh, that's so true. How does Howie Rose induct himself into the Mets Hall of Fame? Is this Gelb's big break? I don't know. I mean, he's got many big breaks. Before, uh, I was going to say, but the big, big break. I think this is going to be like the biggest dilemma of the offseason. That's so true. I think it's going to be Gelb. You no? give someone that mic. And I'm not fucking around. Like, I'm, or... I, I, granted, I am being a little, you know, <laughs> dramatic. A, a dramatic here, but it is a, no, big, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah. Because those are also, that's. It's it's who is announcing the announcers into the Hall of Fame. I don't know. That's but that's Howie what I'm Rose saying. has that's been like, like the master of ceremonies, and that's what I'm saying. That's why years. it's such a big deal. It's right. because that person is now getting inducted. So it needs to be someone who can do them justice. Maybe Howie and Gary will get to pick. Well, or just someone Howie, really. I was I wrote about this on the internet, and I, I'm I'm honest. I'm dead serious about this. Maybe I'd ask Howie himself. Um, does Howie induct Gary, and Gary inducts Howie? Ooh, How does that work? But I, that would be who else did you say was getting inducted? Gary, Howie, Al Leiter, and Hojo. Oh, and Hojo. So huh. I don't know. But you give someone else that mic and they're like the master of ceremonies for the day. It's a yeah. big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not going to be Wayne Randazzo because he is in Anaheim. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to be uh, Jake Eisenberg, who now works no, for but Kansas we're City so Royals. happy for him. Yeah, Jake, uh, props to you. Happy for you. I had to unfollow you on the internet, but did you? Know, you? Is oh, rude. I, I think I may have also unfollowed Wayne. No offense to Wayne, <laughs> but I don't want to see like the yeah. A's lineup. It's content you, you know? don't care about. It's I don't. Maybe I could mute them. Yeah. Like no hard feelings type shit. <laughs> but it is what it is. All right, guys, listen. We got to keep the show under an hour. Uh, we appreciate you guys checking in each week, and we will be back next week. We haven't even decided a day yet, but I guess Tuesdays at one. Tuesdays at one. Perfect for me. Next week, Tuesday, one o'clock. We'll talk about the weekend. Yes. And uh, I'm sure some new shit will pop up th throughout the of week. Course. So I, I glanced over this. I don't know if I talked about it, but congrats to Andrew and Amanda. Yes. They have a little boy coming. Little butt in the oven. So the general, Baby uh, the general has strong swimmers. <laughs> and uh, congrats to the uh, Andrew and Amanda. What? I know. That's not ill. That's the thing you say. Strong Andrew's swimmers. Ill. Congrats to them. And uh, we figured it out. I forgot, though. There's something under general. It might be like lieutenant or corporal or something. <laughs> so like, little baby, you got to okay. get a jersey. All right. We'll make the little onesie. Yeah. We'll little onesie or jersey or something. So see you guys next week. Uh, happy to be back and Who's share the show. Board? I don't have a soundboard anymore, but oh. we do have phenomenal lighting. I, the lighting is great. When we lost <laughs> in sound, we made up for it light. Absolutely. All right, guys. <laughs> listen, tomorrow night, Hop Life. See you there. Saturday night game. Show up early. There's an, there was an email that went out with all the details about picking up your jersey. We do get early access to the ballpark before anyone else, which is a great perk for the Seven Line Army. Uh -huh. Get in there early. Grab a rum bucket if you want. Hang it on the berm. Uh, we also have the seats down the right field line this year. So uh, we got a lot going on. So Fun. anything you need to know, reach out. We'll try to get back to you as soon as we can. Let's go, Mets. Enjoy your weekend. And see you next week. Put in the books. Put in the books. <laughs> Scoot it up. Scoot it up. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> Later, guys. Bye.